Welcome to WFEV's What's What. It's Tuesday, June 13th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in the New York metropolitan area. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Christina Lulich. And I'm Caroline Ely. Let's see What's What near you. If you're in the area of the Port of New York and New Jersey today, you might have seen heightened security presence. Not to panic, that's due to a planned training exercise. The United States Coast Guard, along with other agencies, have been conducting drill exercises for Homeland Security. Officials say there are no threats in the area and that drills are purely for emergency preparation. The main launch point for the drill was the Sandy Hook Coast Guard Station, and the drills were expected to wrap up by 1 p.m. The I-95 collapse in Philadelphia has been raising concerns over the supply chain. Many trucks that carry goods for manufacturing travel along the interstate. The Delaware Valley Regional Planning Commission told CNN that the part of the highway that collapsed carries about 150,000 vehicles per day. 14,000 of those vehicles are delivery trucks. So detours are expected to affect not just commuters, but also the economy. With all of the closures, deliveries will be more complicated. Former President Donald Trump is scheduled to be arraigned in Miami this afternoon on federal charges connected to his handling of classified national security documents. It marks the first time a former president has been charged by the Department of Justice. Trump is accused of violating seven federal laws and faces 37 separate charges. And 31 of those charges are tied to classified documents he's accused of illegally keeping at his Mar-a-Lago resort. The remaining charges center on his alleged efforts to hide the classified information from investigators. This is now the second time Trump has been indicted. He was indicted and pleaded not guilty in New York in March in a case involving alleged hush money payments during the 2016 election cycle. New Yorkers will now be able to have a little bit more liberty in choosing their license plates. The Albany Department of Motor Vehicles unveiled 14 new car tags. Ten of them displayed the different regions of the state. So New York residents can opt for the Statue of Liberty as a background, while upstate New Yorkers could pick plates that feature the Saratoga racetrack or the New York State Fair in Syracuse. Long Island also gets their very own design with an image of the Montauk Lighthouse. The remaining nine New York region's plates will be unveiled throughout the month of June. The Museum Mile Festival begins in New York City today. Museums and cultural institutions along Fifth Avenue on the Upper East Side will open their doors to the public for free. The participating museums include the Met, Guggenheim, and Museum of the City of New York. Celebrations will spill into the street as well, as Fifth Avenue between 82nd and 110th Streets will be closed to cars, so that the museum can put up outdoor displays, art activities, and musical performances. And here's some music history. On this day in 1995, Alanis Morissette released her studio album, Jagged Little Pill. The album went on to sell over 30 million copies worldwide and made Morissette the first female Canadian to score a U.S. number one album. And the album featured the popular hits like Hand in My Pocket and You Oughta Know. And now it's time for sports. Every Tuesday, the What's What podcast is going to bring you a sports update with our friends over at WFUV Sports. This week, we're joined by WFUV's Julia Moss. Hey, Julia. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. 
All right, so there's a lot to talk about from the last week, but we've got to start with last night's NBA Finals. Yeah, Christina, we've got a new champion in the NBA, the Denver Nuggets. They outlasted the Miami Heat by a score of 89-94, to winning the best of seven series 4-2. to This is actually Denver's first championship in franchise history, and Denver's star center and two-time MVP Nikola Jokic, who was drafted so late in the NBA draft they played a Taco Bell commercial instead of announcing his pick, was a clear standout. He became the first player in NBA history to lead the playoffs in total points, rebounds, and assists. Truly a -a one-of-a-kind performance by one of the best sitters to ever play the game. As for Jokic's excitement for winning the championship, when asked how he feels about winning, the humble Serbian said, the job is done, we can go home now. Yeah, Julie, it's really been quite the story for the Nuggets, especially considering they've been contenders for the past few years. Yeah, the past couple of years have been riddled with injuries for the Nuggets. And this year was also a comeback story for Nuggets guard Jamal Murray. He missed the entirety of the 2021-22 season with a torn ACL and came back stronger than ever, being a key piece to this team's run to the end. And one more thing, if I may, one of the wildest stories out of the championship is about the team's ownership. Nuggets executive Stan Kroenke has now owned four teams that have won the championships in the past year and a half. The LA Rams, Colorado Mammoth of the National Lacrosse League, Colorado Avalanche, and now the Denver Nuggets. All right, Julia, so let's zoom out a little bit and talk about golf. What's going on with this Live Tour PGA merger? Yeah, it's come as quite a surprise for fans of and even casual followers of golf. The competing companies of PGA and Liv have merged together into one company, and now the once rivals are now joined together, and it's poised to change the world of golf forever. What makes this move so surprising is the animosity the PGA has shown towards Liv the last two years. Liv Golf, who is owned by the Saudi Arabian Government Investment Fund, were able to steal several players away from PGA by offering them unprecedented amounts of cash most notably to golf star Phil Mickelson. He left the PGA for Liv for $200 million on a contract. The PGA commissioner, Jay Monahan has blasted Liv in the past, referencing their involvement in 9-11 and that the players leaving should also be ashamed to be paid by the Saudi Arabian funds. Unsurprisingly, he is now receiving backlash from people all over the world for his blatant hypocrisy as he has now accepted a deal to merge with the company he once spoke out against so harshly. He's also made the players, like PGA star Rory McIlroy, who turned down hundreds of millions of dollars, look silly by now merging with the company. But Julia, this story has to go a lot deeper than just sports and economics, right? It's really unfolded into a whole geopolitical situation. In the States, the Senate is now investigating the new partnership. While few details about the agreement are known, PIF's role as an arm of the Saudi government and PGA Tour's sudden and drastic reversal of position concerning Live Golf raised some questions regarding the reasons and terms behind the announced agreement, Blumenthal wrote in a letter to Monahan. So we've touched on hoops and golf, but I have a feeling the buzz in New York is going to be about baseball over the next couple of days. That's right, Christina. That's because the heralded Subway Series starts tonight. The two New York Major League Baseball teams will play each other at City Field in Queens at 7:10 this evening. The first time the two teams played one another was in 1921 between the New York Yankees and New York Giants. After the Giants left New York, the Brooklyn Dodgers took their place, before the New York Mets filled the role in 1997. The Yankees currently have 38 wins and 29 losses, while the Mets have 31 wins and 35 losses. Julia, I am really hoping you can catch a game this weekend. Julia Moss is the manager at WFUV Sports. Julia, thanks so much for taking the time. Thanks for having me. 
And that's our show for today. I'm Caroline Ely. And I'm Christina Lulich. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.